Hey guys, it's Matt here, and I got a story for you. When I was a kid, I was playing hockey, and oh man, there was this one year, this one team, we could not beat these guys. They were all over us. There were competitive games, though. They were tight, but we just could not beat them. And I remember the last game of the year, it was up against this team, and we were gearing up. We were like, we have to get these guys. When we won that last game, it was so satisfying because we finally got the victory over the team that had dummied us, that had dominated us for so long. I think this is the same thing with sexual brokenness, with sexual sin, where there's been brokenness in our lives and the enemy has come and taken ground and he's dominated us for so long, but we get to make a difference. We get to be part of a message and a a mission of freedom. It is such a cool opportunity. So I want to invite you, men and women of any age, to be part of the Action Squad. The Action Squad is something that we're putting together right now. We're looking for 100 people to be on the Action Squad. There's going to be some competitive nature to it. There's prizes. And we're going to work together to help produce a documentary that is literally going to change the world. We're featuring stories of sexual brokenness, of people who have been restored and redeemed, reconciled to God and to people in their their lives. And we're going to feature these stories in this world-class documentary that will be a resource for churches to host movie nights, for small small groups to watch together, for families to watch and be inspired by. And it's going to highlight the problem in the church, but also show the, the power of God that is at work when we bring this stuff to light. And so if you want to be part of the Action Squad and help us put this documentary together, I would love for you to go to restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. You can watch a 10-minute video there that I put together on what it can look like for you to join us in this mission and be part of putting this documentary together. So restoredministries.ca slash Action Squad. Hope to see you there. Welcome to the Pure Victory Podcast, full of hot tips to help you win at sex, conquer porn, and find purpose in staying free forever. Here are your hosts, Matt Klein and Braden Hafner. Welcome back to another Pure Victory Podcast episode. Thanks for hanging out today. We're going to talk about four must-dos to quit porn. Just nice and easy, nice and simple, and, and hopefully give you a really good roadmap. If that's where you're at and you're looking to quit or looking to help other people, this is going to be just a really straightforward episode on the four essential must-dos to quit porn. But before we start, we want to remind you, this Saturday coming up, Braden Hafner, an amazing guest on our Pornea <laughs> webinar series. <laughs> Thanks for that. You bet. Well, you've earned that title. Um, he, he's going to be on sharing about getting healthy, not just getting sober. You know, so much of the focus on getting porn free is getting sober from porn. I just want to be free from porn. But now when we're not healthy, we're not healthy spiritually and emotionally. We're just a sitting duck for pornography in, in the future, in the near future, or the distant future. It doesn't really matter. So Braden is phenomenal at, at this topic, and I'm excited to hear what he's got to say. And so if you've got people even in your life, friends, pastors that that aren't on the podcast, but that'd be something that would really help them, I'd encourage you share the Pornea webinar series. Go to restoredministries.ca, and you can find the link there. Yeah, thanks for the plug. I, I hope that that talk helps. And today I'm actually excited about this one because I know we've talked about this, right? How it's not confusing or complex to get healing and not not only just get porn in your life. It isn't. It's not complex. It's very simple. But we just make it so difficult. <laughs> we really make it hard on ourselves. There is a simple way of understanding how to do this. And that's I think that's beneficial for us because we make it so complex in our minds that we just think we, we can't get there and we won't have healing. We won't be free. And then we just don't do anything about it because we think it's just too big of a mountain to climb and there's too many things to understand. I just can't do it. You know, whatever else you say. And I get that. I think we both did that. We just thought it was 
too much burden to bear. We didn't understand even where to where to look or where to turn or, or what to think or what to do. We didn't get it. And so that's why we're doing this one today. It's just the simplicity of this, right? It, it is simple. Um, not easy, but simple. Yeah, it's simple. I mean, you think about David and Goliath. Goliath was this big giant. He's taunting people the people of God and and they were like holy man I can't I can't beat this like it's too big and David just came with a different strategy he's like you know what this is just simple I just I've been trained in this I've been trained on how to throw a stone I've been trained I I got to go and I got to realize that the battle is the Lord's and his strategy is his thinking was different and just simple I don't need the armor that you have I don't need to do all these crazy things I just need to keep it simple and God will help me along the way it is simple and so we have four kind of areas that we want to hover over today. And we hope that this is helpful for you. And we hope that from this, you're able to make some movement and choices. And one of the framework we have too is your life, your goal. We've we've seen guys talk about this. They just feel like everything will be peachy keen once they get porn of their life. But that's not the goal of today's podcast, nor is it the goal of even our overall podcast is not just to get porn out of our lives, it's to be healthy, to have healing. And it's not a destination, it's a process. We never arrive fully, but we're always on the journey. And so we want to invite you on to the journey today of healing and having a holistic understanding of that. And these four areas we're going to talk about are kind of give you an understanding of how to do that better. And it's going to take some movement on your part and choices on your part, but we hope that this gives you a greater understanding. And so what's the first one, Matt, that we want to talk to them about? Yeah, the first must do to quit porn is very simple. Remove access to pornography. It's very, very simple. If there's a magazine, if there's a picture, if there's a video, if there's a movie that you watch that leads you to thinking about last temptation, leads you to pornography, remove your, remove access. Get on restricted mode on YouTube. Turn on safe search on Google. Put blockers and, and really just lock down your software. Like lock down your, your, not your software, but your internet and your access. Get rid of apps like social media apps that lead you to think about this stuff. And it's not just pornography. It's what's, what gives you the access to the things that make you think about pornography or make you think about lust. Just get rid of the access and take the phone out of your room. Don't use a computer in private. Only use a computer in front of people. Just think for yourself, what's the, what's the thing that's, that I'm using to act out? And remove access to that thing in your life. And it's only for a short time. We've said this on some other podcasts, but it's only for a short time. But it allows you that opportunity to move towards healing. Because if an alcoholic is trying to stop drinking, but their house is full of booze, they're not giving themselves a a fighting chance. And so give yourself a fighting chance. And the thing with this is that we want to just align ourselves properly with what God says to do, with how he says to live. So if we're trying, 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 and we're feeling defeated, like, oh, I've been struggling with this for 25, 30, 35 years, or four years, or six months, I've been struggling with this, and I feel like I've tried everything, and it's not working. Well, I would say that probably you haven't aligned yourself correctly with everything that God says to do to get freedom. And so, if we align ourselves correctly, I mean, we can get free, and that's just what it is. So, the first step is just very simple. What in your life is giving you access to act out in this stuff? And don't hold back. I know that I did. Like, what I did was, the foot of my bed, I had this box full of porn magazines. Now, my friends gave these to me for my birthday and other stuff, but I had that. And I also had swimsuit editions from like Sports Illustrated because I, I had a subscription back then. So I thought that the swimsuit editions, well, I'll keep those because it's not so bad, right? But I, I got to the point where I, I had to look at this box of porn and these swimsuit editions and realize, man, these are not helping me. 
they're not helping me. And I remember, I remember that day so clearly. I took that box, I made sure no one saw me and I went to the back and I threw it in the garbage. I didn't throw the Sports Illustrated swimsuit editions away though. And I thought that I could handle that. <laughs> and so when I say don't hold back, just get rid of it all. Like if you're just kind of negotiating with yourself, oh, this isn't so bad. This is bad. I'll get rid of that. But this isn't so bad. I think you've answered your own question there. And you just need to remove access from all of it. And it's drastic. This sounds like, you know, kind of a scorched earth policy kind of thing. But I would say that's your best bet. Because if you have anything that has any kind of a link to porn, whether it's the feeling it gives you, or it's, you know, something that you've masturbated to in the past, you need to get rid of it because it's always going to be on the back of your mind. Like it's there. It's living in your house with you (laughs) and you know it's there. So how can you have any sense of moving towards any kind of healing because you have this thing in your house and you know that you have a choice that you could remove it, but you've already decided, no, I'm going to keep this. So you're not fully invested then, really. You're just trying to hold on to the vestiges of the past or your past addiction or an addiction, right? You're trying to hold on and you don't, you want to manage it and it's not going to work. So you got to get rid of it all. And Matt said this great. I mean, sometimes it's apps, like things like Tinder, Instagram, whatever else you're, you know, these are just minefields, man. Like they are not good. (laughs) So if you got to get rid of some of these things for a a period of time, then do it, get rid of it. Yeah, like does your computer need to only be at somebody else's house? Maybe your your sibling's house, your parents' house, and that's the only place you access it? Like I like what Brad's saying, don't negotiate. Like if you're negotiating, are you really truly going for freedom? And so maybe that's what you got to do. I mean, if you work a job where there's a bunch of porn mags laying around the workshop, maybe can you get a different job? Like at least change your role at that job? I mean, give yourself a fighting chance, right? I mean, if you're, a, if you're a personal trainer and you struggle with all these people at the gym working out and you think they're attractive, can you get a different job? Can you change how you train people? Just give yourself a fighting chance. That's what you're saying. Be willing to be drastic because this is a drastic thing in your life and the consequences of this thing is drastic if you never deal with it. And so how drastic are you willing to be now? So that's the first must do, just very simple, but, but sometimes hard to implement. And we, we hope that you're willing to implement it. Remove access to things in your life. It really is worth it. It really is. You think that you're going to be missing out or you're losing something, but it is worth it. So we'll just say that about that. It's worth it, even though it's hard. The next kind of area is community. Community. I mean, one of the biggest problems with battling in a porn addiction is isolation. We are isolated from others. We're isolated in being able to share what's going on. We're isolated in people knowing the truth about us or us sharing truth. We are on our own. And that is where we're at our worst is when we're on our own. When we're isolated, we're on an island. The addiction isn't going to get better on our own. I thought I could do it on my own. I know, Matt, you've mentioned this too. We think we could do this on our own because it's just, we can wrap it up in this tight little neat bow and get rid of it from our life without having to bring anybody else into our mess. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's not the way that God designed it for us to get towards healing. He didn't design us to be alone, this lone wolf. No, we need community. We need a healing community around us. So what does a community look like? What are some components? I think one of the big mistakes, common mistakes that people make, and I guess to answer the question a bit differently to start, what does a community not look like, <laughs> is, is having a bunch of guys who struggle with porn trying to help each other out. Ah, oh, man, it doesn't work. 
it, it literally it it maybe one percent of the time maybe you're that exception it's like no it's that worked for me i mean smoking doesn't kill everybody either but it kills a lot of people and so sometimes there's communities where you're like no i feel like i'm getting support but everybody's stuck in porn the reality is we need someone in our community that's actually leading us that's that maybe they've beaten porn or maybe they've never had porn in their life, but they're at least mature in Christ because the goal is always to get mature in Christ. The goal isn't just to to get porn free. And so we need someone to lead us. We need someone who's not struggling with this thing to teach us how to live free, to teach us how to make these wise decisions. And and having that leadership and that mentor to look for in our community is such a key aspect that some people, and I would say probably a lot of people miss. Yeah, and they need to have an understanding of how to be healthy. And again, this isn't a destination, but how to be healthy moving in that process because this is a holistic component of our life. It's not just don't have porn in your life. It's about how am I healthy? How am I healthy in relationship? How am I healthy in my work life, my thought life? How am I healthy in my walk with God? How am I healthy in my self-awareness? As someone who's spiritually mature is able to lead in that, if they just, all that, that qualifies them as they don't have porn in their life, they're probably not going to be able to help you too much, right? They need to have a full understanding holistically of health. And that's someone that you need to look for. And that's something that that's, that's key is someone that can lead you in all areas of life. Just to give kind of a funny example, like if you know my background, I played hockey, Braden did too. Braden's, Braden's a lot better than I am now, but... Not true, <laughs> not true. <laughs> but he, he quit earlier. He probably would have played pro, but I played I played high level. And because of that, people look to me kind of as a, as a hockey guy and people always want to talk to me about hockey, especially when I was first done. And so there was somebody in our church who wanted me to teach their 12-year-old son how to skate. And so I was like, oh, I've never done this before. And so I took him out to the outdoor rink. I literally didn't know how to teach him how to skate. And I was like, man, I played high level. Like I was, I did power skating. I did all these different camps. I, I can do it, but I never learned how to lead other people and how to teach other people. So having someone that actually knows how to lead you actually knows how to teach you actually knows how to coach you that is such an important part of your your healing because somebody can can live porn free but if it's just like oh i just kind of lost interest well then they don't know how to actually get healthy and how to help people who still have that interest and so yeah it can't just be somebody who used to be a good skater but never taught someone how to skate it's got to be somebody who knows how to teach you and that's such an important part of your community and with that, part of having someone that knows how to lead you is having someone that asks for full disclosure. And in your community, there can't be secrets. I mean, you got you to gotta bear all, so to speak. We had on the webinar series last week, Mark McKinney, and he talked about in First John, he says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from all sin. And I was like, man, that's so profound. It hit me. And I mean, I've heard that verse, read that verse, but I never thought of it. It's so clearly like he put it, that if we walk in the light as Jesus is in the light, meaning we bring everything into light, there's a full disclosure. We share, All of our darkness, we bring it into the light and we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus purifies us from all sin. It's like those are all components to living free. And so in our community, there's got to be that bringing the darkness into the light and disclosing everything that we've done, everything that we're doing, our thoughts with other guys, um, the, the times that we struggle, what we struggle with, and, and then consistently have that community with other people. That's so key. 
Yeah, it really is key. And it's not comfortable. I know that because we both have done that where you have to share, you know, the nitty gritty, the the details of your past and some of the things that you would hope no one ever knew about you. But if you want freedom, you got to get it into the light. And even though it's it's something that's uncomfortable, it's worth it. It is absolutely worth it. And then part of this too is you need to have consistency in these groups, these communities. We would say you have the two components, right? You have accountability, someone who can journey with you and keep you accountable. But you need a group of other people. If you're a guy, you need a group of men that can walk with you. If you're a woman, you need a group of women that will walk with you. And that's so important because they're going to share in their stories. You're going to be able to talk about what's going on for you. And then it's if it's led by someone who has that ability in, in leading others, this is a group where you're going to see movement and you're going to see excitement built. You're going to see support. You're going to learn a lot about yourself. You're going to learn a lot about the journey. You're going to learn a lot about others. It's so important because these are things that we would never hear if we were doing it on our own. We need other people. We really do. And we need to be encouraged by other people. And not only that, we miss out on this. You were designed to encourage others as well. Your journey, your story and what's going on, God wants to use that to help other people too. So don't lose sight of that as well. You're just as vital in that community as the people that are around you. And so it's it's something that we would encourage you to, to really make movement towards is a good group of people that you can surround yourself with. And yeah, Brad, and you just alluded to it, but part of being in a community too is it's cool because we're not just here for ourselves, we're here for other people. And so we have an opportunity to speak into other people's lives and hear their journey and help even coach them on the things that we've learned not necessarily on 100% how to get free, but it's like maybe we're hearing things in other people's lives that we're like, oh, I, I think I could speak into that person's life. And having a purpose and, and feeling like you're impacting other people just brings joy and satisfaction to our soul. And, and oftentimes that's part of getting free from pornography as well. Yeah, yeah, so important. The next one that we want to talk about is decision-making. And this seems like it'd be pretty straightforward, but I just want to give you some context here. So when we're battling a thing like porn and that addiction, our brain has been hardwired for addiction. We have patterns, we have structures in our life that lead us back to that because that's our coping mechanism. That's the thing that we go to to feel good when we're feeling bad. And that's a really difficult thing to deal with in our brains. And not only that, spiritual level, emotional level, all these areas, it's very difficult. So making decisions, we can be very hampered and we can be very uh, impaired in our decision making. We know this because when you get that rush of you see something that maybe triggers you to go to porn or you see porn, your brain has just been awash with this chemical kind of cocktail of all these different neurochemicals that make you feel good or make you feel enticed or whatever go down the list and in that state of mind you don't have really an ability to make a decision aside from a miracle that god gives us sometimes where we can move away from that but you can't bank on those things because typically what happens is when we're in that state we're always going to go to porn and even if you don't in that moment three days later you will (laughs) because you're on you're on the spiral you're on the spiral down already to make that choice so when we talk decision making what we're saying is When you're at your best, when you're not enticed, when you're not looking at these things, you need to be able to make decisions then, not in the moment, because in the moment you just, it's not going to happen. I I tried that so many times. You know, it's, you're home alone in front of your laptop. You go to this site that isn't quite porn, but it almost is there. And then when you make that choice, you you know that you've stopped, started this train that can't be stopped, right? You're going to look at porn. And in that moment, I knew this, I couldn't stop. 
I really couldn't. It was like, I wasn't me anymore. <laughs> I was just, I was fully immersed in this and I couldn't make a good decision. I had to make a good decision well before I was there. So that's what we're talking about decision-making is setting boundaries in our life so that we can move towards healing and health instead of just trying to avoid porn in the moment. Yeah, and make decisions to grow, like Braden's saying. So make decisions to open that Bible four, five, six times, so seven times a week. Make decisions to just spend 10 minutes in prayer every day at least. Maybe it's wake up early. Maybe it's spend time in your car before you take off to work. Maybe it's just time in your day that you're, you, you can prioritize the right decisions over just kind of shutting the brain down. And so make those decisions to grow and to establish those godly disciplines in your, into our life because that gives us so much strength when we do that. And so make decisions that help us on the defense, not go to pornography, but make decisions also that help us on the offense, move towards Christ and allow that strength into our life as well. Yeah, and I'll add one thing too to this is when we say decisions, we're not making decisions to avoid porn. You're making decisions to grow, and that's different. There's a difference because if you're making decisions just to simply avoid porn, that's what we would call white-knuckling it, and that's you're holding out. You're holding on for dear life in the hopes that you don't look at porn, and that doesn't work. I tried that. I'll put my hand up to that. doesn't work. You need to make decisions to move towards growing and healing as Matt you were talking about. That's so key. And we miss that. And I think that's something that we need to grasp. Make a decision to move towards healing. Yeah. And sometimes that decision can be the same decision, just with a different motive or a different thought process. So for example, you could decide, okay, I'm not going to bring my phone into my room. And you can think I'm, I'm doing this so that I'm not going to watch porn. Or you could think I'm doing this so that I'm going to honor God right now and I'm going to move closer to him and I'm going to do things to give myself a fighting chance. And I'm just going to spend time in my room just with him, just silently and with my Bible and in prayer. And so it could be the same decision, leave the phone out, but you're, you're, the way that you think is differently. Like Braden is saying, we're moving towards something. We're moving towards God. We're thinking, I'm doing this to honor him. We're not thinking, okay, I'm doing this to not watch porn. So there's a different mindset and sometimes it's the exact same decision. Yeah. And part of it too is like you make decisions that maybe you don't really feel like doing in the moment. Like for instance, you know, give that friend a call. Maybe they're, they're a little bit aware of what's going on and you're going to just tell them how you're feeling today. You know, I think that often we don't really do that. There's a choice towards healing versus, oh, I'm not going to look at porn. I mean, very different. And then when you're able to share how you're feeling, you're going to be more self-aware. You're going to be understanding of why maybe you would go to porn. And, and then and through that, you're going to make better decisions. Right. And that's, that's part of it. So no, that's, that's great. You know, it's just being able to set those boundaries and pursue healing. And then the last one there is have a vision, (laughs) have a vision. So Matt, what does that mean? Well, again, what does it not mean? It doesn't mean I don't want to watch porn. I want to quit porn. Like that's not a vision. A vision for your life is what do you call it to you? Like, do you want to have joy? Do you want to have peace? Do you want to make an impact? Do you want to wake up feeling good about yourself? Do you want to prosper in relationships and be able to share your story? Like share the story of your life? I mean, what's the vision that you have for your life? And then think about that in relation to what is porn taking from me? Like what part of this vision is porn stopping me from, from living out or from experiencing? And so it's really powerful, I think, to write even write a vision statement or just write in your journal, like, what do I want for my life? And what is porn stopping me from experiencing in my life? Like without a vision, people perish, right? And so we need a vision for our life if we're going to move out of something that's as addictive as pornography and masturbation and lustful behavior. It was something that was so key for me. I remember in one of the groups, the recovery groups that I was a part of uh, years ago, 
I actually had to write a letter to myself about the man that I wanted to be. And I remember that letter and I remember what I wrote in there to a degree. And it was so helpful because I caught wind of that and I got excited and I got a wind of hope that God was giving me that I could be this man and I could have this healing and health and growth in my life. Not only just not having porn, but so much more than that. And when I have that vision, I'm able to look towards it and strive for that, reach for that. And it's something that, you know, if you if you don't have a purpose or a goal in your life, really, if it's just to get porn out of your life, you're not going to be very successful because you need to have more there. And that's the healing. You need healing in your life and a journey of healing and a process of growth. You need those things. And that's why we need a vision. You know, if you have that, you know where you want to go. You know what you're trying to get towards. And this is can be something that evolves over time a little bit, but I think just start, right? Maybe you just need to pray through and think through, what does this look like for me? What does it look like to have great relationships? Maybe a mended marriage, a healed marriage. Maybe better relationships with your kids. Maybe you're passing that health on to them. Maybe it's about, I'm doing better at my work. I'm not hindered because I'm I, my thought life is so terrible. And then when I see my secretary, I, I, all I think about is her, right? What it would be like to be free from that? What would it be like to walk down the street and to have joy instead of, oh my goodness, I got to walk past the store. There's lingerie, you know, models there on this. You just feel terrible. Now I'm going to go look at porn. Instead of you have joy, you know, and you're able to avert your eyes, but you do it because you have joy. You have healing and health in your life. What would it look like, right? What would it look like to just to enjoy your hobbies once again, <laughs> you know, to actually enjoy those things, the joy that maybe porn has robbed you of. You know, the enjoyment of maybe you like painting, maybe you like a sport, maybe you like to go hiking. What would it look like to just be able to do those things again and love it, right? God created you to love those things. He designed you to to just enjoy those things that's unique to you. What would it look like to be able to just do that again? I think that's so exciting and we need that excitement. We need that vision. And not only that, what would it be like to be a person that their word is their bond in the sense that they have integrity. You have integrity of character. What you say you're going to do, you do. When you say yes, it means yes. When you say no, it means no, right? There's no hidden motives. You're able to have character and integrity when no one's watching and when people are watching. How great would that be? Not only that, what it would be, how amazing would it be to be life-giving to others, right? Like when you're around somebody, they don't feel depressed when they leave you. <laughs> they actually feel better. How great would that be? How wonderful would it be to be able to turn around and help others, right? To help them out of this. That was something that helped me too. I thought of, you know, for myself, I never thought I would get there where I could turn around and help other people, but I had a vision for it and I knew God could do it as long as I leaned into him and I trusted him and I did. And now I'm able to do that and you can too, you know, maybe it's not exactly this, but you can do so many great things in the sense of how God can use you when you have that freedom from things like porn and you're able to show others how to get that too. I feel like I could listen to you cast vision for an hour. Like I'm like <laughs> listening to this. I'm like, Oh man, this sounds pretty good. I'm getting chills. I love it. And I hope that it's the same for you listening. Yeah. That was, that was amazing. Just thinking like, what could there be? I won't try to mimic you because, but what could there be in your life that you, that you're not experiencing? Go back, hit that 15 seconds reverse button a few times and go listen to what Brad just said again and let that sink in. But when you have this vision, this is so important because when you, when we're stuck in addiction, when we're stuck in this cycle of like not feeling good about ourselves, not feeling like we're making an impact or a difference, it's, it's really often hard to, to believe that we 
we can experience that. And so this is the power of community. And so bring our vision into community and tell people, this is why I have community. This is why I'm with you guys. This is why I have this mentor, this leader in my life, because I want to experience these things. And I, and porn is robbing me from this. And so with porn not being the goal, like being free from porn, it's kind of like right now I'm I'm starting to get a little bit more healthy and get back into consistently working out. And I could have a goal to just have arms like Braddon. I could, have, I could have a goal to not this again <laughs> to have to have big arms, but but once I got that, the rest of my body could still be very unhealthy. And so, as part of my goal, just to be more healthy and to to age well and to be able to play with my kids and and to be able to do more athletic things, with that being the goal, to just you know limit my body from being susceptible to some diseases. I mean, these these are things that I'm working towards and in, in just getting more healthy. Part of that, my arms might look like Braden's one day, but that's not the goal. And so part of being healthy is that you will get porn free, but that's not where you stop. And it would be a very sad thing. And we've seen it. We've seen it in people's lives where they stop there. And because their goal is to get porn free. And so they do for two months, but then they don't have vision beyond that. So then they fall back in. And so the goal has to be like, what's the vision for your life? And I think, Braden, you put that so well. Man, the way you said it there, that was awesome. That really helps, I think, in helping us understand there's more than just getting porn out of your life. It's look beyond that. And so we just want to wrap up today and we just encourage you, you know, think through these four areas, uh, have good movement in on all four of these areas. We encourage you with that and it's worth it. It is absolutely worth it. And so two resources that can really help you with this is this next webinar coming up is Braden. And then the week after that, we're talking about finding purpose after porn or even finding purpose through porn, to be honest, because I really think that that getting free from pornography can launch you into a into a, this understanding of what your purpose is, and it can open so many doors. And so the webinar after on December fifth, the last webinar of this Pornea webinar series is talking about purpose. And so we're going to spend a whole hour working through that for you. And so that could be for you. That could be for somebody in your life. And if you're listening and you're like, I don't have community, and even if I do have community, I don't have anybody in my life who can lead me or who can mentor me. That's why we have the Pure Freedom Journey. So many resources within Pure Freedom Journey. There's there's training videos. There's interaction with leaders with Facebook Live. There's groups. There's group support where you get the community aspect over Zoom with people. And then you interact throughout the week. You can be in a group, in a Facebook group if you're on Facebook. And if you're not on Facebook, you can still be in the Zoom groups. And you have that community. But each group has a leader and a leader who's who's been trained, a leader who's gotten freedom from pornography. And on this journey, some of them are at different points, but they're all on this journey of health and they've established some patterns of health in their life in relationship with Jesus. And so all of what we're talking about here today, and it, we didn't intend this to be like a promotional thing, but the reality is these are things that we've got to do to get free from pornography forever. And that's why we set up Pure Freedom Journey in that way. And so it's a super powerful program. I mean, you you can pay monthly, you can pay quarterly or, or annually, but don't let money be something that stops you. Don't let time be something that stops you. Really prioritize this thing because like we we're saying that the consequences of not prioritizing it are drastic if we don't take care of it. Yeah, plug into it. I highly encourage you to do that. And we're so thankful that you know we can do things like this as a you know community of people that there are others in the movement, in the journey together. So sign up for these things, look into it, get involved. We're going to wrap up. Thank you so much, everybody, for being part of our tribe. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. 
Thanks for listening. If you would like to hear more, please visit purevictorypodcast.com to subscribe. This podcast was made possible by the generous donations of our subscribers. If you would like to help support the cause financially, once again, please visit purevictorypodcast.com.